They actually seem to believe that we don't know what they're doing and what their game plan is, but we do. And we're pissed because it's been our work, it's been our treasure, our blood that's done everything positive America has ever done. It's been its citizens. It hasn't been a bunch of elitist thugs who are parasites on the very system they seek to destroy. They call us deplorables, insurrectionists, domestic terrorists, even as they allow deadly drugs and countless numbers of people wanting to destroy us across our borders, even as they push vaccines that kill our children and imprison real American patriots and commit treason many times over. While we Americans are unlike any people tyrants have faced before, we know our rights, we demand our freedom and liberty, and we demand the servants of the people learn their place. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 179 of the Patriot Review called The Conservative Continuum. It's called that because I have the honor of having Mick Meow in the studio today. Well, it's recorded, actually. I did it yesterday. But uh, we had a lot of fun, and uh, I did an interview with her for her show, and she did one for me for this show. I like doing that because, well, I'm not an egomaniac, and I'm not in this for the money. That's for certain. Um, and so I don't have to worry about the spotlight and everything else because we're all in this together, right? We're all in this to save our country and that's the important part. So I like to introduce other show hosts because you may find somebody that you really like to watch if you haven't seen her before. So I do that, um, with Amber May, I've had, uh, Tanya Joy on and others. And of course, one of the main contributors is, uh, retired marine if there is such a thing uh gunny bud cornwell who does a patriot cause so i like to like to um i like to expose you to other other content providers because like i said it's uh it's a joy to have uh these people on my show and i meet a lot of great people and i'd like you to meet them too so We'll get right into it here today, and um, I have just two quick stories, and we'll go to the interview. So the first one is U.S. troops injured in Iraq after three drones attack. Uh, this is three drones targeted U.S. troops stationed in Iraq on Wednesday. Pentagon officials said, with some American troops, uh, some American forces reportedly being evaluated for brain injuries suffered during the attacks. Now you will remember that uh, Iran during the Iraq war and uh, produced and introduced the imp uh, improvised uh, explosive devices, a lot of them, and um, maimed, killed, or severely um, destroyed the property. I don't know. So on, on, all, on a, in all aspects, Iran has always been a player. And of course, they hate America and they've, they've attacked us. Uh, over the course of time and this just adds tension to the region uh, and speaking of the tension in the region in Israel in particular 
And then my second story is that Biden, uh, Biden's top State Department official resigns over Israel-Hamas conflict. Uh, this says a long-standing State Department employee quit on Wednesday in protest of President's Bi President Biden. You know, it's hard to say because he's not really the president. Uh, his choice to provide Israel with deadly weapons while it fights Hamas terrorists. Um, man, so obviously the left side of the aisle uh, is full of anti-Semitic people. Uh, well, that's kind of always been a problem, hasn't it? And, you know, the right side of the aisle is no better. We have a bunch of people who, you know, are, are rhinos and who just aren't really carrying their water if you will and um, so this is this is really heating up and it's of great concern of course and there are going to be some serious consequences I'm sure and our lack of leadership is is really evident so those are just the two of the stories I want to get to the interview because it is a it does fill up the show so uh, I hope you're having a great day today I hope you have a cup of coffee I hope you enjoy the show and uh, I'll be back to close right after the interview. <laughs> Let's party. It's a very special guest. I'm honored and happy to have McMeow, McMeow Rosado. I'm supposed to add in there, right? Um, you go by McMeow and you are the conservative continuum, but you have uh, Contiservative.com is your website, yeah. right? Yes. And um, so we are both on Blessed TV, and that's how we basically found each other. And we just finished filming for your show yes. and talking about COVID and the big debacle and everything else. But um, since this is your first time on the Patriot Review, and I hope one of many, this is a great opportunity just to. Uh, you know, first off, start off just interview, uh, introducing yourself. And then one thing that I want you to speak to is your journey to get to this point. What was it that prompted you to to want to do this, to speak out and to stand up and, and share your firm beliefs? And and um, so everybody has a unique story of how they got here. So I'm very interested in that as well. So welcome and um, let's get started. All right. Well, Jeff, uh, thank you. It is an honor, first of all, to be on your show and to meet um, a fellow Blessed News Network um, podcaster. Um, I am just honored to be here. So My I... Well, thank you. Um, I, uh, let's see, started out, um, this is kind of a new path for me, Jeff. Um, 28 years ago, I uh, I was uh, worked in nursing, not 28 years ago, probably I've been in nursing for 28 years. I guess I should clarify that. And uh, anyhow, so um, I'm a nurse, and I worked oncology, clinical trials, bone marrow transplant, and I really started out in healthcare when there was a lot of advocacy, and there was a lot of ensuring that patients, uh, families, all of those plans of care were put together, and then slowly but surely, I saw that things were changing. Suddenly, um, advocacy 
advocacy wasn't so much of the hot topic, although if you wanted all your points and your money, you know, from Medicare, Medicaid, you know, you had to get all the um, good rack up points with Joint Commission and all of that. So, you know, you always had that. So, you know, you had to have cleanliness and you had to follow your SOPs. But suddenly... Um, pronouns became important, um, making sure that you didn't offend anybody, uh, making sure that if there was a Black Lives Matter um, rally going on that you participated and every six months we would have um, training. And I started noticing things that, um, you know, this particular name is a white name. And I'm like, Okay, that doesn't have anything to do with nursing. I All my patients are precious souls created by God. They all have inalienable rights. I treat everybody the same. But it just kept going on like that, and I would ignore it and ignore it and ignore it, and then COVID hit. And suddenly, everything flipped on a dime, Jeff. Um, it was just... Um, I, I had people who had their Obama dolls out, but if I brought a Trump doll, I would be the one that they would say, um, if I put up things that said, you know, God and, and country, uh, 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 you know, and so I was like, well, this is really strange. And then plexiglass went up and masks went out and, and family members were taken away and the whole world turned into some sort of zombie apocalypse of a Stepford Wives movie. And 1984. Right, right on. Yeah, and exactly. I just didn't have the group think mentality. I, I couldn't go along with the whole narrative and didn't get my vaccine. It took... um. Four times they finally took my religious exemption, but I had to write a theological dissertation to say, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I didn't want something that was experimental. And so then I went and um, started having conversations about communication. Um, we were doing a lot of mRNA technology and it was um, in, in stimulating everybody's immune system and they went into what's called cytokine storm and it would make people really sick where all the T cells and the B cells would just be active and these people were like getting really, really like critically ill, um, death ill. And we were using that technology, but we were keeping family members out. So I said, you know, we got to connect. We got to start talking to these people. I don't care. Page your system. I'll go out, knock on the door. They were sitting out in the parking lot in 102 sweltering heat or, you know, 50 degree freezing weather. And, you know, let me keep them informed. And I was told if you wanted to be the hub of communication, that's all great and well, but we don't need white sorority girls anymore. And I said, I was never in a sorority. Does that count? And they didn't think that was funny. Wow, what a and racist statement. I know. And I, I mean, said, the whole thing, the whole thing, your whole introduction just makes me angry because, first of all, I would say, who the hell are you to tell me to go and march in a Black Lives Matter rally? I mean, you know, first, that's the first thing. And the second thing is the nurses. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't you the voice of the patient and the patient's family? To the, the link between the physician and the patient, and and uh, so I mean, this is what you're describing 
is unbelievable to some people still today, even though we're still living through the same thing. It's like uh, uh, the administrators are, are running the show, right? And it's That's all about it. profit now. That's it. That's the bottom line, Jeff. It was all about the money. And, you know, what's so sad is I grew up in the 70s. You know, I had, you know, not to make it a cliche, but I had tons of friends who were not the same color as I were, not the right. same religion as I was. You know, they maybe they didn't even, you know, see the same points of view that I did. But we were friends and I never discounted any of that. It didn't make me like them any less or want to hang right. out with them, you know. Well, so it, it was tragically, strange. Tragically, it was Barack Obama who had the opportunity to really further the race relations. Yeah. And he set it back 25 or 30 years with the whole right uh, Ferguson issue and all of his attacks on the police and his attacks on Christians. Uh, just a complete disaster. And... Um, you know, he was um, probably one of the worst, although, you know, now that Joe yeah. Biden has taken the title for all time, I think, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. but, but to your point, I mean, we've all worked with different um, ethnic groups and, you know, had different uh, relationships as far as people and their sexual preferences. And and uh, I don't know about you, but I was at the point where I thought, um, well, this is just a person and every one of us. Uh, in the what they would term the MAGA movement, right. that I would term the American patriots, basically yes. the people who really believe in the Constitution. You know, yeah. every every one of us was already, you know, at a point where we 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 show our beliefs, we show our our belief in the sense that not only our faith but also the country's founding principles are what we believe in which is individual freedom and liberty we don't have to distinguish between this group or that group or or whatever and you know that's what or and they be can't afraid. understand right be they can't understand to even speak up they can't understand when you know you say well you know it's, it's just cancel all these heritage months and all this crap because we're yeah. all Americans, right? And that's right. I believe the same blood. It's all red. They can't. Yeah, they can't see that uh, there's only one race, the human race. That's what we believe, and we believe in the individual liberty, regardless of who you are. Yet mm -hmm. we're the ones, and in your situation in that hospital, you were the one that was singled out as being the the racist and the bigot, and right, right. I mean, yeah, oh, absolutely yeah. mind blowing. I was I was devastated, Jeff. I spent two weeks just crying my eyes out and um, thinking, what do I do? What do I do? I'll just shut up. Or, you know, you kind of do that well as a female. You know, I'm, I'm going to go there. I'm sorry, guys. I got a double X. You know, I, I, I was running on emotion. And, you know, finally, um, my husband looked at me and said, stop. Stop what you're doing. You know, and I was like, you know what? You're right. And that's when I said, I can't not speak out anymore. And I left nursing after 28 years and the conservative continuum. It took me a little bit of time, but, you know, I went to January 6th and, you know, I was there. I wanted to be there because I wanted to be with my, you know, people of like minded. I saw the election and I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, what's yeah. happening? And I can tell you when I came back, 
Not one person that I worked with knew that I went because I thought, what are they, you know, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then ridiculous? I thought, <laughs> you know, as my grandmother would say, uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't care. I don't care anymore. Yeah. No. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It doesn't fit the narrative. Um, you know, that's it. Yeah. And, and I saw people praying. We were walking down the street, people that I didn't even know, holding hands, praying, praising God. You know, I had gone um, to several of the rallies. There was one in December. I went to that one. I was listening to General Flynn. You know, we had coffee. Yeah. I met people who were just good people. And I thought, what craziness is this and then you see everything that was going on the next thing you know grandmothers with cancer are being arrested and thrown in jail yeah. because they were taking a selfie in the yeah. in the capital but yeah, they didn't the, do anything the when they stormed for brett kavanaugh did they no in, no so, in the people's house by the way yeah. the people's building there and um yeah. I, was, I call that the american rice dog fire that was a deliberate planned event but in the fbi mm -hmm. and their uh their people were planted in there, you know, and the FBI is planting people in the churches now, the, the Christian churches, because where are the domestic terrorists? If you recall, we're going to take a quick break here, but before we go to break, um, if you, you just recall one thing, and, and you know, I want you to envision this, um, all the times that we have seen video footage of terrorists, of real terrorists attacking, um, all the times that they just humiliated Christians by yelling, Jesus saves, just before they attacked, right? I mean, how many times did you see that? Uh, right. Never. Not one. <laughs> never. No. Uh, no. Yeah. It's terrorists. We, the Christians aren't the terrorists, you know? And, um, That's right. It's That's just a exactly. game. It's just a game that they play. And uh, I share your frustrations. Mm -hmm. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I um, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was it was just a horrific. Um, sight to come upon was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our uh, minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that.
they knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. Absolute nonsense. Yeah. All right. Total, total nonsense. All right. Okay, we're back with McMeow, and I we had just talked about the whole January 6th thing, and we talked about you know your experiences in healthcare and how you got um frustrated enough i guess is the word to stand up and start speaking out and yeah. get the conservative continuum and um so i respect you for doing that and we're you know i want to tell you something that i went down to the moment of truth summit a few years ago in missouri yeah. and there were 1200 people who were content providers that were part of that and i can't tell you how many times and i've shared this on my show before but how many times when meeting another content creator, uh, they said, I was called to do this. I would never thought I'd be doing this. I was doing something else. Like you, I was in corporate America for 30 years before mm -hmm. this. And mm -hmm. um, in my case, I got diagnosed with a disability and that disability took me out of corporate America and gave me the opportunity to do this. So I always tell people my disability is a blessing actually. And, um, you know, I, pain for me is a daily thing. I, I live with it now, and um, I still Sorry view to hear it as that. a yeah, thank you. But I still view it as a blessing, and so that's my story. Your story in healthcare. Um, the other thing I noticed is anybody that has your views there that that are in healthcare. It doesn't matter how long they've worked there in healthcare. It doesn't matter what their background is. It doesn't matter what their where they got their education. You know, you're all kooks. You're all extremists, right? I mean, you look at some of the, you look at some of the outstanding doctors and medical professionals and pharmaceutical professionals that have spoken up, and you're all attacked as if you're, you know, loons. And so, my question to you is, you know, have you experienced that? And what's it like within your own family and your extended family? Uh, how are you being treated in both of those areas? Well, um, you know, if I, um, and I had been told at work before that, you know, I should keep my opinions to myself. 
Um, you know, like, let's say, you know, because there were times where I'll be honest with you, Jeff, if it was a stressful day and, you know, we were dealing with a lot of drugs where people would react, I would stop, drop and pray. You know, because there, you know, I mean, now I wouldn't get on the floor and kneel, but, you know, I would stop and take a moment, take a deep breath and pray. And, you know, but if I put up signs, you know, that, you know, had prayer, I mean, you know, people would walk by and they were like, you know, those conservatives or whatever. And I thought, okay, I just kind of blew it off. You know, they all thought I was wacky and weird. And and I said, hey, I represent that. You know, I am wacky and weird. And, you know, and I embrace that because that's how God made me, you know. Um, so uh, it, it was difficult in healthcare because um, if I had anything conservative, if I had conservative news on, I had to turn it off before anybody else came in because I was told a couple different times that, you know, we're going to get that TV show. I think it was Fox News that was playing at one point in time and we're going to get that taken off. We're going to get them to take that off direct TV. And I'm like, are you? Are you kidding me with this? You know, I mean, it was right. weird. You know, the tolerant just, bunch showing their tolerance again. Yes, <laughs> yes. And so I just said, okay, you know, whatever. I just got used to it, and I would just kind of blow it off. But in my extended family, I never noticed um, anything different. Um, my my father was an atheist. Um, he's deceased now. Um, and, you know, so, but that was the only thing other than that, my husband and I have been married for uh, coming up on 35 years and, you know, his, his family, they, they do their own thing. And I just say what I've got to say, because at this point in time, I'm like, you're not going to, you're not going to offend me. And if I say, you know, praise Jesus and that offends you, then you've either got to say it straight to my face and let's have a conversation about it you know or or you know just hold hold your peace hold your water and and move along because i just don't have time for any of that anymore you know we have a country that is founded on biblical principles judeo-christian principles and we have a, a we have people around us who we love. I don't care whether you're Democrat, Republican. I don't care what religion you are. You're a precious soul created by God, and to me, you are of value. So say it to my face, or you know, hold your peace and move on. So what's been the biggest challenge for you switching from, you know, the the healthcare industry to becoming a content creator and Putting your voice out there to the public. I think the biggest um, block that I've had is that I've never been one of those people who's been like, you know, always saying the right thing at the right time. I just am who I am. Um, you know, I'm I'm a little zany. You know, uh, my co-host is a is a Maine Coon cat. You know, um, I I love God, and I think everybody is worth value. So, you know, I'm not one of those people who is just like you know they wax eloquent on everything about anything. You know, I. I research a lot of stuff. I look a lot of stuff up, you know, but uh, I've been told many times that um, perfection is the um, goal. It's not the expectation. I'm always looking for perfection in myself. 
<laughs> I take the I approach think that's that, nursing. Yeah, right. I think so. Probably. Um, yeah. You know, my show. Just in comparison, you know, I. You can see I wear a hat. You know, I I want it to feel like a like a conversation between people, and um, you know, so I I find that there's a lot of genuine people out there doing what we're doing and people that are doing this are very passionate about that whole legacy of freedom that I discussed on your show a little while ago, you know, and um, I think the biggest, the biggest hurdle is uh, finally getting to the point, you got to deprogram yourself and Hillary Clinton would go absolutely crazy about this and order our assassinations, I'm sure. But um, <clears throat> you got to deprogram yourself to not care and just be uh, blunt and honest about what your views are. Uh, and I think that's the biggest, that, that, that's the, the longest uh, hurdle for me to get over, you know, because I still talked about my values and stuff at first, but it's gotten to the point where I'm not afraid to rant anymore. I used to try to say, oh, well, you know, Nobody wants to see that or hear that or whatever. But, yes, it's just kind of that urgent, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to have honesty and you have to have integrity and you have to know yourself and and be okay with your own faults. Um, not that they're faults, but um, but be okay with your own spirit. Be okay within your own skin. And and so that's taken me a little bit because, you know, um, especially in healthcare, it, it took me a little bit to come out of my shell because really, truly, and I'm, you know, I, I love um, my friends who are in nursing, but it was almost like PTSD. You know, shh, don't say that. Shh, don't do that. Shh, mm -hmm, don't act mm -hmm. that way. Mick, Mick, no, 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 no. And so now I'm just like, there is no no anymore. You know, it's only mm -hmm. yes, you know, and the first yes is always to Christ, you know. But, you know, I, if people want to come on my show and, and they want to be drag queens and they want to, you know, have that conversation, my goodness, let's have that conversation. You know, let's talk about it. But I'm going to talk to you honestly and I'm going to talk to you openly and I'm not going to hide myself anymore. And I, you know think we kind of see things the same way there but well you know it's 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 amazing that um you know you're an adult and you're capable of having other people on that don't share your values is that that's kind of that kind of yeah that's kind of out of style isn't it i mean yeah. um, i'll tell you quite honestly is um i'm not as i'm not as giving in that area because of the censorship i guess i figure all of those groups they have many many more opportunities and more mainstream to to spew their beliefs and i'm not as kind as you are about that i don't i don't invite the opposite side on at all because i think that they have enough of a voice and it's 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 us that needs to speak out and it's us that needs to uh, to be heard more i think because of that censorship so not that yeah. i would you know on a on a personal level I would still treat them the same as I would treat you or anybody else. I mean, every, everybody deserves an, an amount of respect unless they're somebody like a pedophile or something. Then I'm not going to give them respect, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, 
So and there's think, certain things that they need to hear, you know, I oh, mean, yeah. they need to, they need to hear, but you know, that's the thing, Jeff, is that there hasn't been a whole lot of people. They want to yell. They want to scream. They want to holler. They don't want to come on and have a conversation anymore. And I'm like, are you kidding? What happened? Discourse. We don't have discourse anymore. You know, diversity, equity, inclusion came in and all of that changed. I'm no longer a woman. I'm a chest feeder, you know, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 honey. <laughs> I have an X and an X. You have an X and a Y. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a January 6th political prisoner rotting away in horrible conditions? January 6th patriots are subject to cruel and unusual punishment every day and kept imprisoned for nearly three years without trial. These American heroes have to survive inhumane conditions where they lack basic food nutrients, clothing, and hygiene. Joe Biden's corrupt Department of Justice and FBI Gestapo has been making sure the families of these brave patriots are suffering as well. The breadwinner has been ripped out of the home, and these young families are being extorted thousands of dollars a year to keep up with commissary costs for their J6 prisoner. Many families have been completely devastated, missed mortgage payments and kicked out of their homes, and even the family car repossessed. The ongoing battle these families face to stay afloat and support their loved ones in prison is in desperate need of our help. You can now sponsor a January 6th family to help support them in their greatest time of need. SponsorJ6.com is a new organization started by January 6th political prisoner for 965 days, Jake Lang, ensuring 100% of funds made go to Patriots Commissary accounts. By becoming a sponsor of a J6 family, you can ensure one of the nearly 200 currently incarcerated J6 prisoners is properly clothed and fed. Sign up today to give the vital help these families need and make a real impact in the lives of our POWs. Head to SponsorJ6.com and support our Patriots. Talking and being uh, having a discourse and being able to speak about things that we both agree and disagree on as a people and the fact that that seems to be a lost art. Um, you had made a comment. I'm going to ask you to speak to it. And the comment was that um, you know the once the diversity uh, group came in, that you're no longer allowed to talk about things and. They don't want to have a discourse anymore. And my thought on that, and I want to get yours, is that they don't have a logical argument to, to put forward. They don't have, and they know it, and they get uncomfortable when you're having this discussion. 
And that's why they don't want to have those discussions anymore, because we're still living in the world of common sense, and they're living in the world of rainbows and unicorns. And, you know, it's uh, it's just not realistic, and it's not, it's it's something that, so the trans, the trans uh, athletes that are in women's sports right now, uh, J.P. Sears, who I follow, is a comedian, you know, but he does stuff <laughs> that he puts it in a way, and he says, hmm, so as a male, and he was talking about a high school track uh, participant. So as a male, as a freshman, you were 192nd in your division, your high school division. And then you became a female as a sophomore, and all of a sudden you're fourth. But it has nothing to do with the fact that you're a biological male, right? It has nothing to do with that. You just got that much better. You just prepared that much more. So when you start talking about logic and throw, throwing those, um, you know, logic up, the so-called party of science goes silence and is silent, yeah. and they don't, they don't, uh, they don't like to talk about things. What do you, what do you think about that overall? Oh yeah, that's truth. You know, they're they base everything on it, it seems now emotion you know social emotional learning in school everything is you know um there is no truth anymore you know um i was watching uh, matt walsh and he was doing an interview with a gentleman and uh he said you know the the truth about you know men or the you know the truth about women uh, women and the gentleman said, well, if somebody tells you they're a woman, you should believe them. What is your truth? And Matt said, well, I don't have a truth. I think there is just the truth, you know, the facts. And that's how I am. You know, I, I find it sometimes difficult when you're talking, because if I say something, people go, they go, that's offensive. What's offensive about me saying I'm a woman. That's mm -hmm. the truth, you know. Um, so it's it's interesting because the the language, the the definitions have changed as well, and that worries me about the next generation and the future generations are coming up. You see, like a lot of these kids, they're being taught this Marxist ideology, you know, mm -hmm. um, the, the queer theory, that's all for deconstruction, take God out, break down normalcy and recreate whatever in their own truth. Well, that doesn't make any sense, you know, so I, as I'm having conversations with people, you know, especially younger people, you know, um, a lot of times I, I say to them, you know, what if they're conservative, I ask them, you know, what's it like being, you know, young and conservative? Because when I was young, I, you know, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, like college age and high school age. We didn't think about those things. We just got together and, you know, drove right, up and down right. 39th Street, you know, woohoo. You know, right. you're partying or whatever. Now everybody's an activist, you know. Yeah. So it's, it, you know, it's really, really odd. But that's that's my thing. I, I, it's, it's, it's concerning how much emotion is into everything, how much the definitions have changed, how much you have to respond to people like in a different format or way because if you say something to them, it's offensive, and I'm like. Uh, I, you know, I just say what I've mm -hmm. got to say, and 
kind of, you know, move along because I'm just not going to change Jeff. <laughs> yeah, well, I refuse to change it. as well. I refuse to yeah. change as well. And really what we're seeing is fascism. The so-called yes. so anti-fascists uh, yeah. have the thought police out there and they have indoctrinated our children to be the mm -hmm. thought police um, volunteers. And our children are going out and they're the ones who have been victimized by the educational system that yeah. Yeah, who would think that a university, the universities used to be the bastion of critical thinking and used to be able to have debates in the universities. And now, you know, I mean, you're literally, these students are literally attacked these days physically for having having viewpoints based on truth. And you hit it right on the head, I think. There's one, there's one group that is purely emotional and that's it. And... There's the other group that is logic-based, and uh, I hate to say this, to me, that is the over-feminization of our society. That is the destruction of our families and, you know, the discussion on male toxicity and the attack on, father, on fathers and paternalism. Yeah. Uh, Pushed so by feminism. Right, right. You know, so here we here we've arrived at this place where, you know, Dylan Mulvaney's really, uh, and I'm going to use this pun in per, uh, intentionally, is fairy godmother like behavior. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who? Yeah. You know, insults women and what what it mean what it means to be a woman. I, I've not seen women act like he acts. He's a he's a foo he's a foo foo. Uh, you know, clueless young man who, you know, is is really an insult to womankind and to fem, uh, real true feminine femininity. It's like it? a little girl. He doesn't act yeah. like a woman. He he acts like, and I'm sorry, I, I, I you know, people are probably going to, you know, email me now, you know, oh, Mick, you mispronounced. But look, okay. does he have a why? Yeah, I believe he does, you know. And so biologically, you know, I mean, I know they want to push gender, but that was a lie too. Kinsey, Alfred Kinsey, you know, John Money, all their experiments that they did on, on gender, you know, and sexuality were based on sadomasochism and um, child abuse, you know, but they're hailed as heroes. But, you know, the thing of it is, is that that's what is so upside down about the world is that you have all of these people who are coming out and they're saying okay the man the the woman of the year is a man you know yeah. i'm like uh, what you know Attitude and magazine. that was pushed by the feminists yeah isn't they, that insane i mean it's gone full it circle is. and they've actually completely they've completely defeated themselves and they don't even realize it yet yeah. Uh, we'll take another quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to Kirk Elliott, Ph.D., dot com slash the patriot review get all kinds of free great information and invest in gold and silver for your future our world is full of electromagnetic fields 
that even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a moth in the gym, add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. We're at today and um, how much of a disservice people like Dylan uh, Mulvaney do to, to womankind and... Um, where we are as a nation and you know I guess I would point to the animal kingdom and say you know um, I don't see and I can't imagine I don't speak lion and lioness but I can't <laughs> imagine them sitting around and, and insisting on pronouns I mean it, it you are what you are and you are what your DNA says you are is, is my belief and um, that's right and as a nurse as a nurse how do you how do um, how are people in healthcare? You don't get into nursing unless you care about people. You don't get into, you know, being a doctor unless you care about people. How do yeah. they justify these things in their own mind and not only justify it, but participate in it willingly? How, how does that happen? There is a um, metastasis of Marxism that started, and you touched on it, it started in education, K through 12, but it, you know, and it's going through there now, but in the colleges and in the universities. So when you educate, you're educating physicians, you're educating seminaries, you're educating lawyers, and all of these um, profess professions are teaching really Marxism. In fact, I was um, listening to um, Candace Owens and she was talking about how she had enrolled in law school and, you know, it had nothing to do with law. It really was 
activism and, you know, um, how much they, you know, wanted to talk about how horrible Donald Trump was or whatever. That was your essay. I mean, when when you're teaching hate and when you're manipulating those minds, I've had so many parents Uh, Friends of mine who came to me and said, you know, I sent my child to college and they came back a different person. You know, once again, Hillary Clinton, she's going to be locking us in our camps, you know, because, you know, they have to be deprogrammed, really. And that's what I saw in healthcare. Things became so woke that they have really they um. They really believe it. They believe. And and if they don't believe it, they go along with it because they don't want to be shamed. They don't want to be put down by their peers. Um, I can tell you in Oklahoma, we had a a bill um, that was for um, to prevent the mutilation and, um, you know, medicating um, of um, genders. So instead of doing mutilative surgery and giving them hormone blockers, let's wait until they're maybe here's a novel idea, at least over the age of 18. Let's not do it at six years of age. Well, I went up to, you know, support that bill. The whole entire gallery in the top was full of all of these people in white coats with their pride banners and flags and all over, all over them saying, no, 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 you have to do it. You have to have trans rights. You have to have trans What rights don't you have? What rights exactly. are you being deprived of? I don't understand, but you know that's that's the sad part about it. It's it's they've been they've been brainwashed. Yeah, total brainwashed. Well, you know, maybe what we should do is since every person, every human being has an inherent right to self-defense, yeah. let's arm these children in kindergarten, give them weapons training without their parents' consent, and see how they like it. I mean, what right. nonsense. The frontal lobe is not developed. These right. these children are still children. And to allow this is absolute insanity. And this goes along with the, the whole, as I mentioned, you know, the whole uh, normalization of, of pedophilia. It's like, um, well, no, you can't call them pedophiles now. They're youth-attracted individuals. And it's like, the hell with that. If someone, if someone attacks children and does that, they really... Um, <laughs> They're sick, you know, and and it's the same thing with this. And I don't care how whatever people can complain or whatever they want about me. But this is pure and simple gender dysphoria. It was treated. It's been treated forever. And uh, here we are today and we find ourselves, you know, where the inmates are running the nuthouse. And (laughs) the minority is 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 consuming this country. And um that's what happens when you take God out. That's what happens when you destroy the family unit. That's what happens when you change men into women and women into men. That's what happens yeah. when you let a lot of leftist Marxists start invading churches and, and you know, health care and uh, education. And right. that's... But it, but the good thing is, and I always have to remember this, Jeff, the good thing is, is that 
God is still on his throne. Christ is still king. And, you know, my thing is, is that I, I hope we've got enough good, staunch conservatives that we can take the House and the Senate and the White House back because we need Trump back. Yeah, Not we do. that he's the savior, because it's right. you and me that are going to make the difference. Right. It's the people. And, it, you know, the thing is the, the apathy and, you know, hopefully that, you know, these discussions, although they're not, it's not a positive discussion. It's not a fun discussion in the sense that, you know, we're talking about a lot of negative things, you know. So let's turn it around here at the end in the last couple of minutes and just talk about what are the positives and what are the things that people can do and uh, get inspiration from. What, uh, what do you have to share as far as that goes? Well, I tell you, um, I think of words that were given to me by a very good friend of mine, Dr. Mark Sherwood, and that's hope dealer. And I use that a lot because people need hope. Um, people need to know that they are not without the ability to have Christ in their lives. They're not without the ability to be loved by those who who truly care about them. Um, and, you know, there are still people out there like you and I and, and other people on the Blessed News Network who are fighting for truth and telling truth and transparency and putting excellent content out there. So there is still hope there. All is not lost. And and while the world may be going upside down and crazy, you're coming off the elevator back backwards, you know, doing backflips in, in crazy land, there is still people out there and Christ is still in control. And I hold on to that every day. And of course, I have my cat. He loves me no matter what. Amen. And there's always the power of prayer also, folks. I think that that's important. Um, and, you know, one of the things I was talking to a friend of mine who was a little bit down and um, was having kind of a I guess I'm more of a long-term problem right now. And uh, one of the things that I used to do in corporate America was my my whole career was safety and environmental regulatory compliance and exactly. trying to reduce injuries and stuff. And, you know, one of the things that I said was, you know, look for the low-hanging fruit and celebrate your victories. And there are a lot of victories out there. If you look for them, they are, of course, being covered up. Uh, they are not in the fake news but there's plenty of great stuff going on and there's plenty of small victories to celebrate in your own personal life and as americans and um you had brought up in in your interview of me the fact that they you know really are pushing to silence us and uh, isolate us and it's that isolation that we have to refuse i think is is uh inspiring and, and provides hope so mm -hmm. Thank you for those thoughts. And uh, I just want to give you here to wrap up just your time to talk about where people can find you sure. and what your what your future projects might be. 
Sure. Well, thank you. Um, you can find us um, on uh, any platform, the Conservative Continuum, C-O-N-T-I-N-U-U-M, because people go Continuum. What's that? <laughs> but um, we also have a website, um, Contiservative.com. Um, but we're on Blessed News Network. We're on Rumble. Um, I push everybody to Rumble with the Conservative Continuum because um, you know, that's kind of our main platform. And uh, what's coming up now is um, I'm actually um, working on um, a few things here in Oklahoma with a group called the Liberty Summit. Um, where we're getting um, local action and control, different groups together from all different kinds of areas. We come together, help each other out to move that patriot movement forward. Um, and I'm also uh, involved with the former feds. Um, they're at formerfeds with an S.org and um, getting a lot of information out about those people who we know had 1, 1.5 million people had rem severe if it had a 50% death rate, that's, you know, a half a million, more than a half a million people who need to be reached, get their medical records. And so I'm trying to get a lot of information and content out about that as well. Well, thank you for being on the show and you're always welcome back. You know, I always tell people that once you're on my show, you're now a friend of mine, whether you like it or not. So, <laughs> so, so you might well, uh, just hear from you. So you you might just hear from me, and uh, I hope that uh, you do come back because these discussions are critical, they're important, the different perspectives are important, and I thank you so much, folks. Go to Conti, Conti, Contiservative.com, it's a tongue twister for me, uh, and check out the Conservative Continuum, and check out Blessed News. It's got a lot of great content, a lot of great patriots there. Um, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much. God bless you. And uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. That is our show for today. If you want to get your hands on some Kingdom Fuel, you can go to Sherwood.tv slash TPR and uh, check that out. They have a lot of great stuff in addition to the Kingdom Fuel as well.